Balance is a myth. And for years, I fought for balance and ended up wasting time and energy on false notions of perfection. After anxiety attacks, bouts with depression and health issues, I had to learn to flow with the inevitable imbalance. I learned that being perfectly imperfect was okay. Disrupting balance is for real women who are exhausted with fighting for balance. It is for you, your life, your experience, your truth, and all of the chaos in between. I am Hanifa Barnes, and I am disrupting balance by finding harmony in the imbalance of work, well-being, and the in-between. Find me, follow, and subscribe at Disrupting Balance on all platforms. Hey, Disrupting Balance listeners, Hanifa Barnes here coming to say just a warm thank you for those of you who continue to support the podcast. Our downloads are out of sight and I'll share share more on social media soon, but I just wanted to come and say thank you and I hope you enjoy today's episode. It's all about renewing your mind. We're in February, 2022, and I thought it apropos to Let's talk about resetting and making sure we're doing the things to get our minds engaged because if our mind is where it's supposed to be, everything else can fall into place. And so I've got three great ways that you can practice renewing your mind in this episode. And just before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to an event where I am a featured speaker on time management Some of you know that I've started my time management coaching and education service called The Time Tutor, which helps conscious professionals to transform their relationship with time. And on Sunday, February 13, I will be a featured speaker on the Reclaim Your Happiness Summit. And this is a summit for busy moms, right? Just seeking a little bit more happy which for me equates to just getting better, just a little better with that relationship with time. So join me and 16 motherhood experts as we really give you those strategies to conquer negative emotions and release mom guilt. If you want to find out more about this event, this free event, and to register, go to www.hanifabarnes.com slash events. That's www.hanifabarnes.com slash events with an S. And there you will see the link to register for this free event, along with other events that I have going on. So hope you enjoy this episode and talk soon. So it is February, February, 2022. We are here, guys. Who knew? Can you actually believe it? I mean, January seemed to take so long, but now it's gone just like that. And I think the biggest thing I've taken through the month of January to this point where we are in February is I need to make sure that I am intentional and deliberate about renewing my mind. I was having a conversation with a real good friend the other day, and we were talking about kind of the tricks that your mind plays on you when you're trying to step out of your norm, right? Because we all know our brains like predictability. That little part of the body of the brain called the amygdala, 
It wants you to just kind of flow in what you know and don't change a thing. And a lot of us do that. Nothing wrong with it if that's your thing. But the moment you attempt to step out of the flow of what's known, what's predictable, your body like sends some alert. Your brain sends an alert to your body, which is run, 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 flight, flight, flight. Don't do it. Don't do it. And what that turns into or manifests into for a lot of us is fear, uh, feelings of not being enough, imposter syndrome, and all of these other dynamics that play in our head when no one is even telling us that this is the case. Like we literally are making these things up because of our desire to shift, to change, and to do something different. And that's why in the month of February, I am conscious about renewing my mind because as someone who recently launched a new business and someone who is still working a nine to five and has a busy family life and just life in general, it is important for me to be grounded mentally, physically, spiritually, and emotionally so I can continue forward in pursuit of the things that matter to me. So what are some practices that I do to actually help me renew my mind? And some of these responses may sound like things you've already heard or you already know, But I think for a lot of us, it's good to hear these things over and over again, because it takes about six to seven times for us to hear something, for us to actually make it part of our memory bank, our process, and eventually our habits. So I'm going to say it again because you probably heard it. But I think one of the things that have been crucial to helping me renew my mind is my morning routine, y'all. I'm really telling you, on on the 13th of this month of February, I am a guest um, at a summit for reclaiming your happiness for, for mothers, busy mothers, who are seeking to reclaim some part of themselves so they can move forward. And I'm talking a lot about how to use time to help you reclaim that. And in that conversation, you know, I'm asked about kind of that one thing that I have to do on a regular basis. And that's my quiet time, which is a part of my morning routine. And what my morning routine does is give me the harmony I need because I know my day is going to be filled with so much imbalance, right? Which is what disrupting balance is all about. But through prayer, meditation, journaling, drinking my cup of hot tea or working out or whatever, you know, components that I choose to do for that morning, I am able to tell myself, okay, I am ready for the day. And I didn't become real serious and diligent about a morning routine until I read uh, Dr. Cindy Trim's book, Commanding Your Morning, and it was recommended by someone that I know. And so if you are really interested in taking hold and grabbing hold of your mind and your spirit in the early parts of the morning, then it's definitely a book that I recommend, Commanding Your Morning by Dr. Cindy Trim. And I'll definitely put this in the show notes. So my morning routine is very crucial to helping me in the process of renewing my mind. And the one thing I want to pull out of that is the quiet time. Quiet time is crucial because we are fed so much noise during the course of our day. Social media, email, television, Netflix, text messages, phone calls, mail. 
I mean, it just goes on and on and on with the number of things that are fed to our minds, our hearing, our sight. There's just so much happening. And I just, you know, it's noise. And so the quiet allows you, allows me to just sit in a state of just being without expectation. Nothing that needs to be done in that particular moment. And so when I talk to my clients for the time tutor, I really try to get them to understand the importance of finding that time for them, that time they steal away where there's, there are no interruptions, no emails, no notifications, no buzzing, no kids, no whatever that is, and just be in a state of complete and utter quiet. And just be in a state of complete and utter quiet. And what you'll find sitting in that quiet is your mind is racing you know, the tabs that are open in your brain are open and they're jumping from one to the next, to the next, to the next, which psychologists call the monkey mind. And that's okay. But at least you just need to sit with that without expectation to do, to, you know, respond or anything, just be. And it can be difficult for someone who likes, who's a busybody like myself. But when you get into the practice of it, it is so relieving It really sets the tone for your day. And when you have the moment through your day of overwhelm, you are reminded of where you were that particular morning and can help yourself to take a moment to breathe, close your eyes, whatever it is in a moment for a minute, because that's what we're doing on a daily basis. We're resetting because there's just always something coming at us or going on. So one of the ways I renew my mind is definitely through my morning routine. Another way I renew my mind is by hanging with girlfriends. I mean, it's important, you know, for me at this point in my life. I remember early on in my 20s, it was a must to be with my girlfriends. And in my 30s and early 40s in my shell, I just kind of hid myself away to just do my thing and didn't really nurture those relationships because I was just going through my thing. But As I've gotten older, I value relationships with my girlfriends. And so it's important for me to connect with them in spirit and body and mind, to laugh, to talk about our challenges, to talk about those things that have us fearful, to talk about those steps we take in our lives that we're not sure about, but we want to go forward with it anyway. And so being around girlfriends, the laughter, the joy, the raw energy of pure and unadulterated emotion with other people that you care about can really help to shift your perspective and your emotional quotient. And for me, I always walk away recharged and renewed and knowing that I'm not in this by myself because my girlfriends are dealing with their things too and and thriving or or whatever it is. But I have like-minded folks that care about me and as much as I care about them. And it matters to me. Uh, definitely, you want to surround yourself with people that help to restore you, renew you, and also remind you that we're all human, right? Um, Especially when you're trying to do something that's outside of your normal, you need those voices of folks that remind you that it's okay. 
and that you're headed in the right direction. And also the same voices who can give you that the critique and the, the constructive criticism and the support, kind of all that rolled into one. It might not be one individual, it might be a combination, but whatever it is, you need that through the course of your journey, especially when you're stepping outside of that norm. And I will tell you, my girlfriends knew early on when I was starting it and had their questions and their critique and their support. And they are aware of it even now where it's headed. And as things began to blossom, they reached out to say, wow, great job. This is awesome. And and without me having to necessarily, you know, say, hey, I did this. And so that's what we need to help renew us is someone who is thinking about us and caring about us, even we when we don't realize it. And, you know, family does that for sure for me, but sometimes you need even more than that. And I find that in my girlfriends. And so that's one of the other ways that I work to renew my mind. The third way I work to renew my mind that I highly recommend is reading. Now, notice I said read, um, not watch TV, not get on social media, but read. And even if it's, you know, audiobooks, that's fine as well. And read whatever it is work, that works for you. But the value in reading, as a former teacher, I found extreme value in reading. And the value in reading is you develop an ability ability to open your mind to the possibility of other ideas, right? Because when we engage in conversation and we someone else is trying to tell us or give us ideas, sometimes we're not as receptive just depends on the relationship and that dynamic in the moment. But when you read about it, you have a moment to be in consideration and thought about what you choose to believe about what you've read. And you can form your own idea and opinion, but it does allow you to open your mind to the possibility of so much more. And best belief in starting a new company, I was reading so much information and taking so many notes. Because in my head, I'm an open book waiting to learn. I mean, sometimes in our lives, we have to be in the place of a student, no matter how far we've come. Like I have a bachelor's degree, I have a law degree, I have a business degree, but I'm always willing to be a student, especially in the spaces where I know I have room to grow and to learn. And I think that's all of us, no matter where we are in life, no matter our status or stature. And so I always enjoy opening a new book or listening to a new book to draw in on the experiences and the ideas that can help me go to another level. And I just finished Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty great book. And you know, when I first started it, it was with some reservation because I'm like, well, you know, everybody's doing this, right? But it's really a practical guide to learn how to appreciate who you are and what you want for yourself and learning how to understand how to get and feel what that is for you. He talks a lot about your dharma and this idea of your skill and your passion um, intersecting, right? In that perfect spot of harmony and that being your dharma. And so in him saying that, it was very clear for me that I was operating and am operating in my dharma 
by starting the Time Tutor, which is my time management coaching and education service. And that's an idea or thought that wouldn't have come to me just in my own thinking and doing. I had to read, think about it, and consider and apply it to my own experience to decide that, yeah, this is exactly where I am. And so I've just finished that book, and now I'm actually reading The Richest Man in Babylon, which is an interesting read with very, very practical um, recommendations and details. Um, And it's a pretty short book, but it's taking me a little longer because I have so many other things I'm reading in the process of building a business, as you may imagine. So renewing your mind is necessary in this moment in time of where we are. A key factor in this process is it's not all about you. You want to realize, recognize, and understand that you have to rely on something greater than you when you talk about renewing your mind, because when you're in your own head, there's so many things there that can confuse you and throw you off track. We all know this. Our minds can be our greatest enemy and yet our greatest, greatest opportunity to believe and grow, um, depending on what we feed it. And so you don't want to get into the habit of relying on your mind all by yourself. You got to rely on a greater force. And for me, that's God and prayer and faith. And with that, I am able to remove myself from the energy that I tend to create when I'm at my lowest. You know how it is when you get in a place where you're not just feeling your best and you start telling yourself, oh, you're not going to do well anyway, or you're not good at this, or you know, people are going to judge you, or who do you think you are? I mean, it's real. Anybody who started anything out of their norm, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And you've had to push and fight beyond those thoughts to get you to that next phase. And you can't do it by yourself. Renewing your mind is not a process you can do alone. And so you got to rely on something greater than you, a faith greater than you, and also rely on the three things that I recommended, making sure you get that quiet time in your morning routine, making sure you find time to be with people who feed you and support you, and making sure you're absorbing the information that is necessary for your growth, in my case, through reading. It is absolutely imperative that you create the time to renew your mind. It's February, 2022. We have been in a pandemic for nearly two years. Our norm is this. I don't care what they say, and I don't know when we're coming out of it, but this is our norm. And if you don't begin your transition now, when will you begin your transition? You, Everyone knows that saying, it's either one day or day one, right? Make today your day one. Do the work to renew your mind. So today is your day one. Start the business. Start the journey. Start that course of study. Start the path. Just do it. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be laid out and clear. I mean, you're not going to see anywhere beyond where you are. Like if I just relied on my mind and what I saw, then Time Tutor would only be me posting social media of my workouts because that's how this thing started. Something dropped in my spirit and I knew something had to happen. And it started as me posting 
workout videos on social media. And over time, it grew and it developed because I had to build the mindset, the consistency, the habits, the commitment to the process so that when it was time for it to be revealed, I wouldn't waste it or take it for granted. And my constant prayer is that you find harmony in the imbalance because imbalance is inevitable in all that we do. But if you trust your process and know that this is all happening for you and not to you and working for your good, then all will be well. Talk soon. Thank you for listening to the Disrupting Balance podcast with Hanifa Barnes. Hey, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. And if you're not following me yet, find me at Disrupting Balance on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and LinkedIn. And guess what? I'm on Clubhouse at Hanifa Barnes ESQ. And if you want free tools or any and all things Disrupting Balance, check out the website www.disruptingbalance.com. Talk soon.